Hello, welcome to the Thursday, September 1st, 2016 edition of the Sands and Storms and Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. Adobe released a surprise bulletin for Cold Fusion 10 and 11. So no, it's not for Flash. So most Adobe users out there don't have to worry about this. Only affects the server component Cold Fusion. Also, the priority rating is only two, meaning that there is no current exploit available for this. A little bit surprising that they bothered with sort of this out-of-band update for it. It does affect the XML parser, essentially an external entity issue. So an attacker could submit crafted XML to a cold fusion application and probably get system files in return. Typically, once identified, these XML external entity issues are relatively easy to exploit. Maybe that's the reason why Adobe came up with this out-of-band update. And if you downloaded the OS X BitTorrent client transmission during the last few days, be aware that via the official site, you may have downloaded a backdoor version of this software. Apparently, the software was available from August 28th, 29th, for about 24 hours, and it did include a version of the Heatnap uh, Trojan that tries to steal your keychains. It's not really clear how this happened, uh, but uh, the version of transmission that included this Trojan was signed with an Apple developer certificate, but a certificate that's different from the one typically used for transmission. The affected version is 2.9.2, but not all copies of that version are affected. After removing the backdoor, they did not change the version number. Also, that version wasn't for some time before the backdoor was installed. And Kaspersky's securelist.com site has a nice write-up on the demise of a Lurk gang. Lurk uh, is commonly being held responsible for the Angler exploit kit. They have been around for a couple years now, but a few months ago they were arrested by Russian authorities and turns out about 50 members were actually arrested. The article goes into quite a bit of depth of the background, uh, how this gang developed, how its software was different from other software, and then also a little bit speculation as to what comes next and why it takes so long, in this case, years to actually arrest a crew. And I have mentioned in the past attacks against uh, NoSQL databases or key value databases like MongoDB or Elasticsearch. This time it's Redis's turn. Redis is another inclusion of one of these databases. And like many of them, it doesn't establish access passwords by default. So anybody can connect as full access to an instance that's connected to the internet. And turns out there are tens of thousands available according to an article by Duo Security 
18,000 is what they came up with. Well, it uh, turns out that someone starts to recognize this and is taking advantage of it with fake ransomware. What they're doing is they're using a pretty simple trick in order to break into a system that uses this database. Essentially, the database files are just, well, plain text files on the disk. So what the attacker does is the attacker creates a new database and stores it in an authorized keys file. Authorized keys, of course, is typically the name that you give the file, the keys that can access a system via SSH. And then the attacker uses this file or this database to write a key off the attacker's using to disk and then uses that to access the system. Next step, the attacker will just delete random files from the system and leave a ransom note behind claiming that the files are encrypted and that you should pay up. Well, uh, you can pay up, but you won't get your files back in this case because the files have been deleted by attacker. Now, pretty easy to protect yourself against this. Don't expose Redis on a public internet connection. Also set up an off password and disable the config command that can be used to point Redis to random files. Also the authorized keys file actually be writable by root if anybody not either itself in order to protect it from malicious or accidental changes. Well, uh, that's it for today. So thanks again for listening and see you again tomorrow.